everybody. Welcome back to the wine up. I'm your host, Kiara. And I'm your co-host, Prez. So, today, we're going to ruffle some feathers. Because mm. the best feathers are the ruffled ones. We're going to ruffle white feathers today. Oh, like white dove feathers. feathers? I don't know about dove. Like maybe a white pigeon. Like a New York pigeon? Yes, like an albino New York pigeon. Got it. All right. So today's host or podcast <laughs> is going to be Dear White People. And so today we're going to talk about all the things that white people do that aggravate us. All the questions, comments, concerns, cries of outrage that we could possibly fucking think of. Mm. Here comes the controversy. So today, since um, our forgotten Kanye has been in the news, we're going to start off with something that aggravates me about his wife and some of her sisters. And we're going to talk about a lot of cultural appropriation, things of that nature. And the reason mm. I bring them up is because we're going to start out with big butts, big lips, and why it's not okay for black women and it's okay for white women. Whew. So Jumping right in there, huh? Yeah, we're going to jump right in there because I'm so sick of seeing these blown up lips on these makeup artists. These lips True. don't match their face. True. But then it's not okay for us. And so since you a thick girl with big lips and a big butt, how you feel about that, thickums? Hey, listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. There's nothing, nothing I love more than a black woman with full lips. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, a big nose. Like, I love, I love how I look. I love how black women look. I love all our attributes. It aggravates me sometimes, honestly, uh, when I see it on white women because it's like, you know, a lot of white people, um, not, this is not saying all, I'm not saying all, let me be very clear about that, mm-hmm. but a lot of white people like to talk down on us and our attributes and how we look, but yet you guys want everything that we have. You want our entire look. Mm-hmm. You want, you want, you want to be us without having to be us. Exactly. My sister, um, had a song, um, and in the song she made the, uh, statement. She said, white America wants all my black features Except for my blues, I'm an unwanted creature. Ooh, say that. Say it again. Say that. White America wants all my black features except for my blues. I'm an unwanted creature. And that's true, unfortunately. It's aggravating. You want to be me so bad, but I can't be me. Mm-hmm. It's aggravating. Like, what can what can I possibly do? Why is it, why, I'm, why am I fat? And, but Kim is thick as hell. Thick and fake and awful and thighs don't match the ass oh god chloe didn't have a baby and that ass is sticking out far as fuck because that's that's fat from the birth and fat from the doctor so i'm trying to figure out what the fuck what do i have to do to be good enough physically be white oh no i don't have time for that they come with diseases so my next one is um i know you don't run into this because you really don't have it boo but hair Oh yeah, I don't. I don't really. <laughs> I I don't have them problems. Have that problem because anybody who knows me has seen when I pick out my afro. And let me tell you about something that happened at work. I picked out my afro one day because you know I like to slay these hoes so they can see what a moisturized afro looks like. And I went to work. Let me tell y'all before she even get into that, like Kiara's hair is so long and thick, like it's crazy, like. 
and she didn't even have to buy it. Like, no. it's just hers. No, and she's right. like, dang, like, bro. Thank you, girl. Her crown is popping. You know, know I try that. to be a snake. You, you, you kind of sort of snackish. Thank you, kind of snackish. But look, so I don't know if I've ever told you about this, but I was at work and I picked out my fro. Uh-huh. And I went on to an aircraft, you know, talk to the crew, blah, 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 blah. And so I walk in and a white pilot reaches out and like pets me. Huh? Pet, pet. Like you pet a dog, but he pet my fro. And he was like, I always wanted to pet one of these afros. Huh? He actually said, like normally they'll say like, I've always wanted to touch it. But that nigga said, I always wanted to pet an afro. And I was just stuck because I just couldn't. Normally I am pop off champ. But in this particular moment, like, I felt my soul leave my body. I didn't know what to do because it was, like, the audacity for you to touch me, touch my hair. Just, it was just crazy to me. And I, when I tell you I froze, I fucking froze. Because, one, why are you touching me? Two, you are patting it in. You fucking up the shape. It just, it doesn't make sense. Like, I'm not a dog. Like, I don't know why you feel like you need to pet a bitch. And so the black flight attendant who was standing there was like, you don't touch no black woman's hair. And I just snapped <laughs> yes. out of it. And I was Shout like, out to her, yo. Oh, shit. I just got pet. And she was like, you don't touch nobody's hair. She ain't your child. She ain't your pet. And I just still stuck. I, I just walked off the plane because I was just like, oh, my God. What did the pilot say? He was like, oh, I didn't know that. The fuck? So I walked off the plane. Because I just couldn't fucking think. And I called my manager and I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't work this push. Like, I can't, I can't work this flight. And she was like, what's wrong? And I told her what's wrong. I was like, I can't work a flight. I feel like I was assaulted. Because you don't touch me. You don't know where I'm from. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what's in my hair. I don't know if you washed your hands and you probably fucking didn't. So, Mm -hmm. it was just like, you know, I felt like I wanted to smack the dog shit out of him. And I felt like if I'm going to stay at this gate... I'm a, I'm a smacking. And, and there's no reason, regardless whether you had big hair, short hair, whatever, there's no reason at all you should have felt that comfortable even touching me. Period. Exactly. Because no I, guarantee, I guarantee you, if Susie walked onto the plane with her flat, lifeless, blonde hair, you wouldn't have fucking touched it. You wouldn't have touched it. And the fact that, that, that you haven't touched an afro in all your li- years of living, and then I walk onto the plane and you thought, here at my job is the time where I should touch this black girl. Thanks. It just, it just, it just ruffled my feathers. You feel like was this like, was your moment. It, I'm, the audacity, the fucking nerve. Who you, the fuck are you? You know what? There's a, um, a video on Instagram. I encourage all of you to go and look at it. It's hilarious, but it's also true. It's a little, little kid. His name is Caden Bennett. C-A-I-D-Y-N Bennett. And um, he's talking about how he, he's a little boy. He got to be maybe about maybe five, if mm-hmm. that. He has dreads. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, I hate when white people come to me. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are those? And he's like, they're dreads. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, and he's like, oh, my goodness, can I touch them? And he's like, you know, I'm a little kid, so I don't want to be disrespectful. But in my mind, I'm like, no, Susan. No, you can't. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, tell Susan no. No, you can't touch my hair. Like, no. Mm. Solange said it best. Don't touch my hair. 
Oh, one like, of my coworkers, she has sister locks. They're beautiful. Like, I they're golden sister locks. sister locks. And she was like somebody, a, a passenger, not even like a pilot, a passenger reached out and was like pulling on her hair. Like, one, he wanted to see, he said he wanted to see if she could feel it. And then he was like, well, it's so golden. It looks like straw. I just wanted to see if it was hard or it was, if it was soft. And what the fuck, dude? Like, why do you need to know how her hair feels? Are you crazy? So he, she was My like, hair is in a science experiment. Again, like, what the fuck? She was like, if you touch me again, you will not touch another fucking thing. <laughs> and that's just the truth. And that's why I should have said, but I, I just could, I couldn't believe it. I really just couldn't believe it. I've even had, not even off the topic of don't touch my hair, when I first, the very first time I picked out my fro, my job came to me and was like, there's hair height requirements. Which where? Hair height requirements. My, they was trying to say my hair was too big. Too big. Okay, so was that in the handbook? No. Okay, then the there's no requirement. Exactly. He, there, and then I even had, I had put it in a fro hawk and I had another person say to me, um, that looks like stripper hair. A frohawk? I ain't never seen a stripper with a frohawk. I don't go to strip clubs, so I can't. But there ain't no strippers with okay. frohawks. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna have to take your not face value. Not since the seventies, bitch. No, not the seventies. Seventies, and that just rubbed me the wrong way because it's like. Frohawk. No, I'm kidding. My grandma wasn't no stripper. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's nah, just like you, you. The things that come out of white people's mouths in regards to our hair, it just the, the, the it just it baffles me. It's just crazy to me. Why do you need to touch me? Now I'm going to stop touching y'all daughters and shit without your fucking consent. Yeah, I want to I wanna feel your hair. Like, it's so thin and stringy and <laughs> looks like it can fall at any moment. Right. Why does dull. it smell like dog when it's wet? Is it moisture? <laughs> Is it mildew? Is it dry? What's going What's on? happening here? Shit. Like, I don't, I hate that as black people, we're like exhibits. Like, we, we aren't your, your walk around walk, your walk around art show. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not just, it's not like, ooh, ah. No, bro. We're regular human beings just like everybody else. You don't need to touch me to bite my style because that's what you're going to do anyway. Right. Just look. Right. Go home. Try to impersonate it. It's going to be terrible. But you don't got to touch me to do it. Girl. Girl, girl, Period. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, so my next question. Mm. And I feel like you're going to have a good response. Oh, God. I said, why, like, my question is, why are we demonized? So, for example, the question is, why is it when, you know, white people who are most responsible for mass death in the United States, why is it that overall, period, nigga, didn't, they, didn't white people invent genocide? That's another question for another day. I said, so it's, why is it that when white people shoot up schools, churches, concerts, businesses, all that, why are they troubled or they've got some kind of mental mm. thing or, you know, there's eight different things wrong with them, but they were a good boy and this came out of nowhere. We don't know. Mm. We didn't see it coming. But then, you know, if a black person does one little thing, the whole race is demonized. We are all murderers. We're all thieves. Like, we're all And that's awful. not even just black people. It's, it's people. it's any person of color. If you're black, you're a thug. If you're Muslim, you're a terrorist. If you're Mexican, you're a illegal. Um, you're a lead, You're an illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm. You know, like anybody that is not white, we are feared. And honestly, if I'm being honest, I feel like to an extent 
that should kind of wake us up a little bit because me, you could say, you could call me overconfident, but I feel like as black people we're feared because white people know that what we're, we're no, white people know what we're capable of if we were to all come together. The only ones who don't know that is us. And I feel like everything we do is like they they get scared. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't understand. And I mean, when I say everything, I mean everything we do. If we stand in one spot for too long, they get nervous. If we walk around a store mm-hmm. without picking up something for too long, they get nervous. If we pick up something that they feel like we shouldn't be picking up because maybe it's out of our price range to them, they get nervous. Mm-hmm. Everything we do makes them scared of us right i just don't it, it frustrates me because i my thing is they're so afraid of us that they're gonna kill they kill us mm-hmm. you know the reaction is to put a bullet in our ass and it's like or in our heart or strangle us on the street and we're yelling we can't breathe and you still gonna strangle us i think it's or to shoot us in our backyard right i you know what i think the fear is i think the fear is that one day we're gonna remember or realize all that we've been through i think when when america likes to pretend white americans like to pretend like oh they don't understand racism they don't understand this this and this yes you do yes you do because your fear is out of the fact that we're going to realize everything that we've been through mm-hmm. and retaliate mm-hmm. you think in the moment that whatever that moment you grab the gun you realize that this is a black person who's going through whatever in america and all of a sudden we're gonna reach out and take back and do all kinds of shit and it's not and it's just awful to me so everything we do is automatically done out of retaliation anything we do is automatically done out of maliciousness anything a white person done was just they 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 were they it was a mistake they were going through something they were hurt they they weren't right mentally they weren't in their right mind they didn't really think it through they were depressed but we don't we, we're not allowed to be any of that <laughs> we're, we're not allowed to be none of that not at all. and i'm not saying any of it is right i don't i'm not saying anybody shooting up any school black white purple blue polka dot i'm not saying any of it is right mm-hmm. i'm saying let it be the same amount of wrong across the board right that's what i'm saying right so i have a question why do or dear white people because we didn't skip the, all the dear white people dear white people why do you like to tell us that there is no color like, why do you insist on saying that you don't see color? You know what I mean? If you tell us enough, this is me, this is my thought process. When I hear it, this is what I think. If you tell us enough, enough, maybe one day we'll forget it. If you tell me enough that there's no color, maybe one day I'll forget that there's color. If you try to bang that in my head, maybe I'll forget. Let's strip the teaching of racism from the schools so that the the kids from the next generation they don't even grow up knowing about it. Bro, the slavery Let's, section in the history book in school is two gone. pages long. It, when we were in school it was two pages long. So I don't even know if it's still in that bitch anymore. It's it's gone. Like um Black History Month consists of Martin Luther King, maybe maybe Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, and that's probably it. No, what's my guy's name who does the peanuts? He type of peanuts and shit. George Washington Carver. Yeah! Damn, everybody wanted to do something on a peanut, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or Madam C.J. Walker. Madam C.J. not in there? She was for me. Maybe because I went to a uh, girls' school and they wanted us to do black women. Yeah, maybe. Because I, mm-hmm. I learned about Madam C.J. Walker on my own. What? 
How, Sway? Because my dad is extremely Afrocentric, so he was going to make sure I knew my black history, whether they was teaching it or not. I mean, you got to. That's the only way you're going to learn. You can't, you can't, I don't know. Like, I've dealt with someone who, so me growing up, my people, my family, was. it was very important for me to know where I came from, my answer, everything. Like, to the point where I was little and my dad took us to the Blacks and Wax Museum. Yep. Anybody who's from the DMV, nine times out of ten, if their parents is well, you been. And, and if you haven't been, shit. you need to go. And I remember going, and when I the first time I went, I was too young. The museum wouldn't allow me. Like it's like a downstairs where it gets real graphic, mm-hmm. and the museum wouldn't allow me to go because I was way too young. But when I was older, I had to be in maybe like the ninth or tenth grade, and we went again. And it, it, the one we went to was in Baltimore, <laughs> um, and it was it it bruh that thing. I'm not even going to say I was scared. I was pissed off. Like, it was so, you learned so much. It was so eye-opening, but it was too eye-opening. Like, because it's wax figures, it looks it looks too real. Mm-hmm. To the point where you can feel like you're back in that time. Like, you can put yourself back in that time. And they had the sounds, like the speakers. Yeah. Like, oh. they, it, it, was, it, was, it was very graphic. Mm. It was very graphic. But... It's something that I needed to see, and it's something that I will never forget, and it's something I will carry with me. That gives me... It's different in me reading about what my ancestors been through. Putting me in it visually and hearing sound, and hearing the sounds and seeing it and seeing the tears of those around me, hearing the screams mm. of the recording, that gives you a whole different outlook mm-hmm. on everything. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different experience that yields a completely different result. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? And I wish that more of us were taught our history because, like I was saying, I dated someone who knew nothing. Like, their parents didn't feel like it was important for them to know anything. So the conversation we're having now, I couldn't even have with her because her parents didn't even want to acknowledge her blackness and their blackness. So this conversation couldn't have even been had. And she kind of even, I think, sometimes had the mindset of why are we still talking about it? Like, why do you need to keep discussing it? You need to keep discussing so you don't forget. So when you deal with white people, you know what you're dealing with. You're knowing where they came from, their ancestors came from. I personally think at the root of it, white people know what they did. And may not, maybe not even them, what they great-great-grandpa, massa, whoever did. And I think that's what makes white people so nervous you know who i can respect i can respect every white person on this earth that can that can honestly be like look i can't say that i understand your plight but what i do know is we were wrong we're still wrong and i want to do whatever i can to help right that wrong Mm. i want to be a part of the conversation i want to be a part of the fight i want to I want to be able to understand it in the way that you understand it to the best of my ability. It's only so much that I can do. It's only so much that I'll be able to understand because it's not my life. But I want to get it as much as I can. I can respect that person. Right. That's a person that craves knowledge. Right. That's a person that craves understanding. That's a person that want, even though they they weren't there, they want to be there. And a person like that is a person that can invite change. Right. A person that doesn't want to acknowledge the past can never grow from it 
the the most powerful saying that we all have heard throughout life is you cannot know where you're going without knowing where you're where you've been mm-hmm. and that's for everybody black people we can't forget what we went through because we can't honestly move forward and grow and become better as a community without knowing our past white people we can't make you can't make this a better world for us without first acknowledging the past that you put us through. Right. Granted, it may not have been you personally, but acknowledge what your grandparents did, your great great your great great grandparents did, your great 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 grandparents did, whatever. Acknowledge that, and when you acknowledge that, we can start. We can start the conversation for healing. We can start the process for healing. But we can't heal, and in the same breath, you're saying, "But it wasn't that big of a deal." Mm-hmm. You know what? I think for the example, I'm actually pulling it up on my computer, um, but we've we've lost a lot of history, um, and so you know everybody's this thing where why is there so much angst with the police? And a lot of people don't really know that the police originated from slave catchers. Yep. So the police system. You know, even I'm, I'm pretty sure even their training root is rooted in catching slaves, imprisoning slaves, the mentality of it all. And it hasn't even you can even see in today it, it hasn't even been washed away. I mean, the fact that we, you know, when we're arrested, it's so violent. It's like like it, it's 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 so surreal. Like it it's. It's like they're catching a slave. The aggressiveness is like, like, I, I don't know. I don't even have the words for it. And if it, it frustrates me to no end. And it's the, the thought that you want us to forget. It spills into even like the conversation where they go, why can't you forget slavery? Y'all motherfuckers ain't over the goddamn Holocaust. Hello. Why, dear white people, why are you not over the Holocaust? This shit wasn't even half as long. Hello. It wasn't even a quarter as long. But y'all want us to y'all want us to forget four hundred y'all done tricked Kanye into wanting us to forget four hundred years of history of history of rape murder stripping people of their cultures of their identities robbing them of their families you know rape just but you want us to sit over here and learn. 30 pages about the Holocaust and how some white man with an awful mustache was killing off white people in gas chambers. Really nigga? Y'all were killing off. Y'all still kill off whole families. The, 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 um, the pressure or the, the, the effects of stripping black families apart shows up even now. It's, it's, I went to school where, you know, I was one of few whose parents were still together, whose yep. father was was active in my life. Yep. And we still feel those effects today, but you want us to get over it? I don't give a damn about an Anne Frank. You can't get over what's still apparent. And how we're treated has not changed. Um, did y'all see? It was a video on Facebook. Um, y'all write in and let me know if y'all saw this video. It was a video. There was a, a, a black guy. He was being arrested. I don't know. I don't know what for. He was, before they even put the cuffs on him, he was laying down, extremely still, hands behind his back, face down, putting up no type of fight, mm-hmm. anything. The police officer got on his back, put the handcuff, was, and was putting him in the handcuffs. He wasn't straining. He was sitting there calm. Out of nowhere, 
out of the right side of the camera, you see a police officer run up and kick him in the face with a running start. Mm. This man was doing nothing. Mm. Nothing at all. It's like you try to hurt us and kill us for sport. Mm-hmm. I really feel like it is sport. Ooh, 50 points. <laughs> like, what? Oh, We're target practice. We are. You're not going to sit here and tell me as a police officer, you saw somebody with a cell phone and you thought it was a gun. I'm sorry, officers, you're trained around guns all day long. All of you have guns. You practice with guns. You've been around guns. You know what a gun looks like. There's the shape of a rectangular phone in no way signifies gun. Mm-mm. In no way. Nope. And if it was a white boy? You in a shot. A white boy blows up a church and gets taken out in a bulletproof vest mm. by, with, with police officers surrounding him to protect his safety. Mm. What? Mm. But he just killed nine member, nine black members mm. in a church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Well, we got to protect the white boy. He was troubled. He was going through some I'm things. troubled, damn it. He ain't had no friends in school, so that's why he shot up the bitch. I'm troubled. But that's the excuse. I just, it's frustrating. It's demeaning, and it's, it's in a way, it, it makes me afraid to, to bring black children into the world. Because before it was, we were concerned about our black boys. But after Sandra Bland, they're going to kill us, too. And then they're going to post us up and make us look like we alive for our mugshot. Yep. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I, it's 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 frustrating to me that y'all know. There's no way. I do not believe that white people do not know what we go through and what we've gone through. You I can't, can't miss it. It's everywhere. You can't, you can't say you don't get it. You don't have to get it. You don't have to get it. I would like for every single white person that ever listens to this to just black people too, close just close your eyes for a second, and I want you to envision your son, your brother, your sister, your daughter, your cousin. I want you to envision them getting pulled over by a police officer being yanked forcefully out of a car when they were already complying, being thrown onto the ground. I want you to envision a police officer's neck in the, a a police officer's knee in their neck, pressing their head down on the ground. I want you to envision a police officer punching them in the ribs while they're on the ground. Mm. I want you to see that. I want you to hear the chuckles. I want you to hear the, the, when you're, when you're crying, when, when you hear that, that brother, that sister, that cousin, whatever, when you hear them crying, I want you to hear the police officer telling them, shut up, boy, shut up, girl, stand still when they're being suffocated, stop moving. I want you to hear all that. And I want you to feel that and tell me, would it not hurt you to see it happen to somebody, you know, Mm. Mm. I, don't, I still don't think they will get it. They can't. They you can't, can't tell me you can't get it. Can't. You can't see these type of videos and not get it. 
They don't though. You can't you can't see a video of a woman in a Waffle House asking for some free water being thrown onto the ground, groped, exposed for the world to see and not and think, oh well, the police are just doing their job. Girl. Uh, and you know what? I have friends that are police officers. Um, and so I know it's not all of y'all. And I know you might be listening to this to be like, uh, when is Kiara going to be like, bitch? <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's frustrating. And, and it, you don't know what to do. But white people don't know it because that's what white privilege is. It's the privilege of not experiencing that fear, of not knowing that fear. It's the, it's the, the privilege of getting pulled over and not being scared. It's a privilege of even seeing cop lights or hearing a, a police officer sound the sound of a siren and not fearing for their lives. It's the it's the privilege of watching your brother walk out the door and knowing that they're going to be okay and they're coming home. It's the pri- privilege of wearing your hood on your head in your car and you not dying. You know what I'm saying? It's the privilege of you being able to even get out your car and cuss a cop out and still living to see tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's the privilege of shooting up a church, killing nine black people and being walked out in a bulletproof vest and being considered trouble. That is white privilege. White privilege is the absence of fear. <laughs> you, you you can't be That's afraid. exactly what it is. The white privilege that is, is the, the That is the perfect fear. way to describe it. That's all it is. White privilege is asking me, is it okay to say nigga? Bitch, what? Let's go ahead and clear this up right now. <laughs> Let's go ahead and clear this up. Clear it. Because I got white friends and I, 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 I fuck with white people. Like, I'm not, I'm not against all white people. Some white people is cool as fuck. But let, let me be all the way clear. Oh, I will laugh and I will joke with you. And this has never happened to me and I want to clear this up so it never does happen to me. Mm-hmm. If you come to me, mm. let me get closer to the Close mic. Get to the mic, girl. If you come to me and you ask me, is it okay if you say the N word? I'm not going to answer you. I'm going to slap the shit out you. <laughs> so that way you have a firsthand experience to what will come if you say that shit around me. I don't care how close we are. Mm-hmm. I don't care how cool we are. I don't care if I consider you my my brother from another mother. I I, I don't care. No, no, you can't say it. Mm. No, not even when you rapping music. No, no, I don't mm-hmm. care that Ty Dolla Sign said it two, three, five times in that one verse. When you singing that verse, you better say bleep. <laughs> you can't. You can't even lip it silently to yourself. You gotta say poopity scoop. Take a page out of Kanye book. <laughs> Matter of fact, at this point, Kanye can't even say it. No, he can't. Kanye, you can't say the N word. Not no mo, no mo, no mo, no mo dick. You can't say it no mo at all. I don't. I've never. I've entertained that question, and the reason I've entertained that question is because because I want to give them the most honest answer i can possibly fucking give and i feel like the way i'm set up i gotta give you that answer it has to be me so they hit me with the kiara can i say the n-word if i can call you cracker can i call you cracker can i call you hitler can i call you honky 
Can I call you a racist piece of shit? Can I sell your father to the highest bidder? Can I make him work on my cotton fields? Can I uh, get your mama raped? Can I then take her child and throw her and sell her somewhere else? Mm. Or can I drown her in the river because she's half black and I don't want my wife or my father or anybody to know that I raped your mama? Or can I feed her to my dogs? Can I? Can I? Can I whip you? Because if all of that can go down, oh, wait, then... Wait. Can we take their voting rights, too? Ooh. Can we? Can we take their voting can rights? Can we take their voting rights? Yo, that'd mm. be dope. Can we? I mean... They had voting rights, and then they brought Trump in, so and they then, clearly and don't then, know how to vote. And then can we tell them that they should just forget about it? It's not that big forget of a deal. Forget all of it. I mean, shit. I mean, it only happened. Like, the fuck? Why Why should you be so concerned? If all of that can go down, then and only then can it cross your mind. <laughs> you can't even say it. You, can you think still about can't it. say it. But then and only then can it you, cross you, your you mind can think about to it. say it. Yeah, you can do that. You can think about you, it. I'll even when you think about it, I'll even let you not even think about it as the N word. You could th- you could you could think about the word. Can they? They can think about the well, word. Well, can they think about the word with the A or with the E R? Because apparently they think it's two different motherfucking things. Under no circumstance you better think about it with the E R. <laughs> no E R. You could think about it with the E R if I'm not gonna say that. No, you can't think about it with the E R. Don't get Maldus months wanted, Joe. Don't get fucked up. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Don't, don't, don't. Girl. No. I mean, no, you can't say it. You're not a nigga. A nigga was a, was a word that y'all used to belittle us and to tear us down. And then we took it back and now we use it. And we use it as, 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 as a, a, a term of endearment some, for some odd damn reason. And even then, it still hurts my ears for people to say, I don't, I work real hard not to say the N word around white people. Cause I don't even want you to think because you hear me because say Because you it, heard me say it, that it's you okay say for it. you to say it. That it's no, a safe it's not. space. No, bitch, it's not a safe space. Ain't no for safe you. space, bitch. Not for that. No, it's not. You will never, you will never be allowed to ask me that. You will never be allowed to rap it in front of me. You will never be allowed to say a, I was in hip hop class and somebody was rapping some Nas lyrics and girl when I tell you I wanted them to use the n-word I was sitting on the edge and I was the only black girl in the class I was sitting on the edge of my seat like please Jesus make this the day please Lord please make this the day that I snap so you went to a PWI what was that like for you in this in this um realm of what we're talking about like what was that experience compared to in comparison to what we're talking about today. It was exhausting. Because not only was I at a PWR, but I joined a white, a predominantly white sorority. I can't say it was all white because my black ass was in there. But um, it was exhausting. It was, you, 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 you see white people for who they are. Even for their young. You, you see them. You see how they work. You, we saw how, um, like when, when um, Obama got elected um, the second time. And, you know, of course... The us we we voted for that because we were old enough to vote at that moment and we were all just flipping the shit. We, like, he, we got him again. He's here. I was so hyped. I couldn't vote for him the first time. The second time, this was my moment. I did it. I felt like he made it because of me. Exactly. <laughs> so when we, we were celebrating on campus and you know we just had it was white people yelling the n word from the from the windows. You know, mm. monkey and all kind of shit from the windows. Wow. And then it was it was a white frat on campus uh smacking black athletes in the head with bottles. And wow. black athletes were being attacked on campus at night. So it was to the point where you couldn't even walk around on campus at night by yourself. Had to use that buddy system. You had to use a buddy system. 
So it was like, you know, it, it had its ups, it had its downs, but it, it, it made it makes you go, you know, you think you can be comfortable, but you can't. You can't. Like for Black History Month, niggas wanna play uh Medea and shit and look at me like it's okay. That's not a black history month movie, bitch. <laughs> you should have just played from some fucking Spike Lee. I would have maybe felt better with that. Medea. Just play do the right thing, nigga. <laughs> shit. You picked Medea? <laughs> You yeah. looked up, you typed up black movie, saw Medea out of everything and went, That's this the is one. the one. That's the one we should play. Get the fuck out of here. I love, I love, I love where I went to college. They have a beautiful I campus, by the way. It. I did, however, learn to see what my family was teaching me that I needed, what I needed to see. And it's that you can trust them as far as you can throw them. Because at the end of the day, the realness comes out. Whether they're drunk, whether they're high, the excuse will be, oh, I was drinking, I don't remember saying it, and that's not really me, or that's not how I meant it, or I grew up in a town where there was no black people, or bitch, please. Bitch fucking please. It's the TV is is it's too much TV out here. It's too much social media out here. I know you listen to rap. Don't fucking play you can't you can't even say country music because Darius Rucker is a country singer and he's black. So there's no way that you can make excuses. And I had to learn at a PWI. Especially not in twenty eighteen. Right. And I had to learn at a PWI that I was I was still black. Period. I wasn't you know, I, w- I never felt part of... I love my sisters. I love my sisters. But I never felt completely like I could be myself. Um, which leads me into my my next one, which is, you know, dear white people. Why, when I get upset or passionate, I'm being ghetto and I'm being loud and I'm being abrasive and I'm being aggressive. But y'all can have full fucking meltdowns and niggas got to understand how you fucking feel. I hated, one thing I hated with my sorority was when I felt some type of way during meetings, I had to think about how I was going to respond because if I responded a certain way, they weren't going to hear what I was saying. All they were going to see was the black girl bobbing her neck up and down and, you know, talking. The angry black woman. And I hate, I hate that I have to filter my feelings for white people why you know what i got a lot to say on this before we get into it i want to take a break real quick because i need to drink Before the break, um, Kira raised the question of why is it when it comes to black people when we get upset, it has to be taken as ghetto. Like, why do we have to censor our emotions because we don't want to be deemed as the angry black woman or the the thug or the angry black man or whatever, you know? And that's that's a, a touchy subject for me because that's something 
I really, really hate. Are you an angry black man? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I hate this girl. <laughs> this fool. Okay, shut up. I'm going to make me lose my train of thought. Um, But no, seriously, like, I hate that when it comes to um, African-American people being emotional, it's deemed as ghetto or it's deemed as ratchet or we don't know how to carry ourselves or we're an embarrassment. But a white woman can, an older white woman at that can go off on a pregnant African-American service, military service member in a restaurant. Oh, girl, that video had me hot. (laughs) Shit. Like... Ooh. What? Ooh. What? She wasn't. That was ghetto to me. It was ghetto and violent. She hit her. That was ghetto. And she pre- and that woman was pregnant. Mm. She hit an African American pregnant military service member. That if that ain't ghetto, then in uniform, be, bitch, in uniform at that. If that is not ghetto, I don't know what it is. It looked ghetto to me. That was some ghetto stuff. That was some southeast shit. No, that was worse. That was worse. That was worse. Oh, that was trailer park <gasps> shit. Like that shit not cool to me. To be perfectly honest, like that shit is out of that, that that's way out of pocket to me because you're telling me that I'm not allowed to have emotions. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that I have to take everything that is thrown at me and I'm not allowed to feel anything. Whatever I feel is wrong. If I feel anything other than submissive and happy and pleasant, it's wrong. You know that leaks into our families. Um specifically for our, um, our, our, our black boys, you know, you can't cry. You, you, you can't feel, you can't do this. That, that's punk shit. That's pussy shit. That shit didn't start with us. We didn't, we didn't wake up one morning and go, no feelings for you, nigga. No, it like we weren't, how you gonna, we couldn't be in the fields crying. We couldn't be telling master that, you know, we're hurting. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't like, like, <laughs> Slavery was not a choice. Like all the right. all the things black people went through was not a choice. And the things that we still go through now is not a choice. It is embedded. It, it takes a lot of work. It takes generations of work to weed it out. And even still, even still after generations, it's not completely weeded out. I honestly feel like it's not going to even begin to be weeded out. And it's going. I feel like the process it hasn't even started. It's it's going to start with our generation. Mm. Um, our parents' generation, our parents' parents' generation. They're still in that old time because right after slavery there was segregation, which was just a more modern day slavery. Mm, Jim Crow. Hello. Um, nobody was really stepping up to the occasion. See, us, we're the revolution. Mm. We're not standing for the things that our, our 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 parents and our grandparents stood for. We are not asking for change. We're demanding it mm. by any means necessary. I'm telling you. And it's not just one of us doing it. It's not just a handful of us. It's a lot of us. Mm. And you can't silence us all. Right. So I feel like the process is not, it's, it's just, it's just beginning to get started with us. Right. Which means it's going to take even more. It's going to take several more generations before the process is complete. It's mm-hmm. just, we, we just now starting to chip away at some of the paint. Yeah. Not even the paint. We chipping away at the top coat. 
<laughs> Not top coat. Top coat. Girl, I, I'm going to say this. Um, dear white people who've been listening to this show, we don't hate you. I don't hate you. We love you. I But we need you to understand. We need you to hear it, take it in, acknowledge it, mm. and understand. I I want to have faith that people can understand, but people don't. Just listening is not going to understand. You're not going to understand. You're just not because there's going to be gonna somebody understand. that listens to this, and they're going they're going to take every shred of negativity they can and run with it. And then there's going to be somebody else. And these are the ones that I respect. That's going to listen to this. And it's going to, it's going to help them get it from a different point of view. Those of you who want to get it, we need understand that we need your help. Change Mm. cannot happen with just us. Mm -mm. We can't, we can't create change without you guys stepping up to help us. Y'all want us to shut up about slavery? Y'all want us to shut up about racism? Help us fix it. That'll uh-uh. shut us the hell up. I disagree. I disagree. I, I don't want their fucking help. And I say that because we don't need their fucking help. They needed us. They came and got us. We built this country. I mean, we don't need their help. I think I once agree. we realize that America will change once their pockets feel it. If we invest in ourselves, um, take ourselves seriously, we create our own banks, we create our own business opportunities. And I was watching something on um, YouTube, and a woman was talking about how people leave the hood and, and don't come back. But you need to go back. We need to invest in our projects. We need to we need to get there and buy the land before a white contractor tears down your auntie's house and puts a froyo shop there and a Starbucks next door. We need to invest in us. White people are not going to help us. I want to believe that down in their root, there's some positivity, but they're not. There's been plenty of opportunity for them to help. But if it doesn't fit their pockets and it doesn't fit the status quo and it affects them in any way, shape or form, they're not going to do it. So I don't think we need white people. I'm sorry, white people. You can suck a dick. We don't need you. What we need to do is work with each other. Because I think that's what has kept us down, is that we don't work with each other. I agree with all of that. The difference between me and her is I'm not giving none of y'all niggas a white, uh, 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 a free pass. None <laughs> of y'all. I'm sorry. I'm not giving y'all the free pass to say, oh, let's just, we're, we're just gonna just, just let them, let them figure it out. No, I'm, 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 I'm going to challenge y'all to step up. I'm going to challenge us to do the bulk of the work. I'm going to challenge us to let it start with us. But no, I'm sorry, um, Caucasian people, you do not get a free pass because we did not get a free pass. You don't get to just sit back and observe. No, you don't. Like I said, you want us to shut up, then you need to step up. We're, we def- It definitely has to start with us. Mm-hmm. The majority of it definitely has to be us. But all of it shouldn't just be on us because we didn't create this mess by our motherfucking selves. True. You're not going to sit here and tell me, yeah, we can do all of that. We can go, we can go and build 
um, our own banks, our own neighborhoods, our own schools, our own universities, our own companies, our own corporations. We can do all of that. Mm-hmm. But what we also need, we can also have our people in the White House and in the House of Representatives. And it's please, black people. Our go. people, not Omarosa. Please, black people, mm-hmm. go vote. Please go vote. And don't just vote for the president. Please go vote for the senators and the mayors and, and, and the governors because those people move up in office. Please, black people, go vote. Yes, God. Why you going to sound like motherfucking Kanye talking about uh, Obama didn't do shit for Chicago? It was not Obama's job as president to go and just fix fucking Chicago. Chicago needs to work with their, their in-house folk in order to fix Chicago. I, the idea that Barack Obama had to come out from the White House, stop dealing with international affairs and all kind of other shit to just come and take the guns out of the hood in Chicago is crazy. That statement was filled with ignorance and not, I, I wasn't going to dignify it with the response. I had to dignify it because sometimes whiteness gets out of hand. That, that that statement was filled with ignorance just, because the, the, I'm I'm sorry um don't don't get me wrong I don't got nothing against Kanye well I didn't before recently <laughs> but well he you hurt your feelings President Obama was president for eight years I want to say Kanye has been famous for Longer at than least that. fifteen what the hell have you shit. done not a, not enough. Not enough. You, I'm sure he's done things. I'm I not going to say, say he's done nothing. Never done but, nothing. But guess what? The the biggest thing he did came after he made that statement, and people started attacking him, saying, "But what have you done, Kanye? But what have you done, Kanye?" And then he put together. I can't remember. He put together some type of program where he was funding it with about two hundred thousand dollars. That's all that nigga. Yeah, that's what he. That's 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 Ain't that what, what his gave. shoes cost? Right, right. <laughs> that's what he gave. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, like like I like I was saying in my previous statement, we're all responsible. Nobody's off the hook. We all need to take part in 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 the change happening. As African Americans, we need to take part in growth. We need to take part in coming together. But as white people, y'all need to change y'all need to take part in fixing y'all's mindset. Cause mm. we could do all the coming together we want, mm-hmm. but if y'all still want to shoot us down, exterminate us, y'all still gonna do it. And that's true. So, like I said, y'all not off the hook either. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this was Dear White People. Um, and these these are all our opinions. I mean, we're not speaking on behalf of anyone but ourselves. Um, so, you know, don't hit us up, talk about everybody don't feel that way. You got them right. We feel how we feel, and we spoke. And everybody how don't. We and feel. Everybody don't feel that way. Exactly. And I welcome all. We welcome all opinions, even those opposing ours. And we we are open to everything we do. I want you guys to understand. It's all about starting the conversation, guys. It's all about opening the lines of communication. So if you have a, a rebuttaling opinion, speak on it. This is not a place where you have to suppress your thought. Say what you want to say. Say what you got to say. Tell us how you feel too. Whether it's in agreement or in disagreement. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back to round out the show. Say all my feelings, now you said a shit. She wouldn't talk to me like this. Gave me kisses like every day. Held me down and wiped my tears away. Got me questioning why I'm here. So 
episode we're gonna do a segment that we're gonna call question of the episode and what this is is it's a question that we chose from somebody that's emailed um one into us that they want us that's a question that they want us to answer um if you guys want to email us questions or situations that you guys are going through that you want to hear us comment on email all of your thoughts questions and concerns to the wind up podcast at gmail.com so this question is from a um a good friend of mine and the question goes <laughs> the question goes as follows what do you do when you've been in a um long-term relationship with someone and you're ready to try new things sexually I, I, this is a lesbian relationship so let's say i.e you know toys straps uh you know maybe butt plugs whatever you're ready to you're ready to try you know different things and they are just like no they're just shooting it down like no what do you do it's over keep moving <laughs> go get somebody with a good deck a good fake deck the relationship <laughs> is done it's done no we can't <laughs> you, you cannot tell them to end their no no okay let me let me start over so we are not here trying to break up happy homes, guys. You're right. Sorry. Um, we believe in black if love. If I was... All love. Love wins. <laughs> I think that um, in that situation, you have to tell that person, you know, how important it is to you. If this, if this is your long-term mate and this is somebody that you you plan to spend your life with, et cetera, et cetera, and you say, hey, this is important to me sexually. I'm not satisfied sexually in what we're just doing. It's it's good, but it's not good enough. And I need more. If they're not willing to at least try it or entertain it, they're selfish as fuck. So why stay? You're not going to get satisfied, and you're going to end up resenting them. You're going to resent them. Your vagina's going to resent them. Why? So you can be backed up, and they can get what they want. They're going to be happy, but you're going to be miserable, and eventually you're going to step out and slip and fall on somebody's strap. Uh, oh, that escalated quickly. <laughs> um, okay, so let me ask you this. At what point is is it okay to say, all right, I'm not going that far? At what point is too far? At, like, how far is too far? Like, I think once you tried it, you can say no. How are you going to say no to some shit you ain't tried? I mean, God, that's an awful argument to have. Niggas been making that argument since the dawn of gaydom. I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, I know a nigga that asked you, how you going to say no to something you ain't tried? And I have tried it, so I'm good, my nigga. But Damn, that's facts. But I think, I think that I don't know because I'm a different breed. I just feel like you need to give it a shot. I'm the type of woman where if I'm in a relationship and my partner says, babe, I need this sexually. If I'm willing to do that and it doesn't draw blood, let's do it. Not even just a little bit of blood. No, no, I'm just joking. If, if I'm, if, I feel if, like if you have to, you have. There's some things you have to sacrifice. I don't think it's a lot to sacrifice to use a vibrator or to use a strap on. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. What if they like they want to um, bring a nigga into the relationship? You go to the store and, <laughs> to the and um, you go buy Get Mr. Blow Cop. Up Ken. <laughs> Isn't that what they call Mr. Cop? Mr. Oh, Cop. No. 
That's what you're going to get. And then you get a harness, and that's all the dick you're going to get. Because it's not going to be a, a living, throbbing one. <laughs> yup, yup. No. I think that, that you have, in a relationship, you have to be willing to compromise for the happiness of your mate to an extent. And if your mate is actively shooting you down, you're saying, I need this. And they're saying, no. They're basically saying, fuck what you need. I don't care. So why stay? That's what I'm saying. End it. Because what they won't do, another will. Mm. Don't Gucci cheat, man, guys. Don't cheat. Said, girls are like buses. Mm. You hear what the church said? Mm. Mm. Pastor Gucci Mane said, girls are like buses. Yes, Lord. Miss one. Next 15 one coming. Mm. So, Next 15. if she has, is not willing to give you what you need, then either A, you end it and go find someone who will, or B, you go to the store, you get one with suction cup. You do that shit, your motherfucker. Right. Out. You go ahead and make sure it's a sturdy suction cup. Oh, you, you would know you, about that suction cup. Now I'm life, talking huh? about. You put it on the tub floor and you fill the tub. And this is just something I heard. And you fill the oh, okay. tub up with water and you do what you got to do, what you got to do. Okay, so you fill the tub up with, with water? Yeah, just enough. You don't want to splay, you know, get it on the carpet when you, you know, when you do things. But. Just take care of it yourself. And then once you realize you're tired of taking care of it yourself and you want someone else to take care of it, break up with them. That's and all you said. You read this in what book? Um, <laughs> Ecclesiastics 2 and 5. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Um, all right. That's, I mean, I don't know no other way. What do you think? <clears throat> oh, God. I want to start by saying... I love you guys because they're going to know who I'm talking about. So I want to start by they saying. They both know? Yes. Oh, no, I stand by what I said. Right I, I want to start by saying I love you guys, but um, I just kind of feel like. It's selfish. Something, something that simple. I guess I could be more understanding if it was something more drastic. If she was trying to jump into, you know, open relationships or swinging clubs or something like that. I mean, maybe that's something you got to warm up to. Right. But something like that, you know what I'm saying? At some point, you got y'all got to throw some spice. Y'all been doing the same exact thing for for the past, you know, three years. You would be surprised with a little. You know, a little switch up a do for the relationship. Right. Like, and you don't got to do it every day, but damn. Yeah, and it don't even got to be no... You get it once a month? It don't even got to be no everyday thing. Can it I just, get a weekend? Not a weekend. <laughs> like, just try it. Be open to it. Don't don't be nervous. Don't feel like, oh, you're going to mess it up. Like, it's sex. And if you mess it it's up not a paper. and they love you... You guys you probably gonna laugh it. about it. Yeah, you can work on it together. You can't be prideful. You can't. You, sex is another level of communication. It's a level of submission. It's it's passion. It it it, it answers questions that words can't answer. You have if a whole lot of sex, huh? Shut your mouth. <laughs> if you can't, this if you can't philosophical. Submit, you have to be willing to submit to your partner. And more than just outside the bedroom, there are going to be times where you should probably submit in the bedroom. And that's yeah. on both sides. And this is just, this is just pride in the way. Period. It's, it's pride. And pride ain't never did nobody no good in a relationship. 
Am I lying? Nah, you ain't lying. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with Poor Decisions, and I'll drink to that. Thank you for listening. Wasn't supposed to happen like that. Sorry if you think that this is cruel. I didn't care about you. But I love her more. I had to put me first. For this segment, we're going to forever start with a poor decision um, because we're not going to end out negatively. So with the poor decision today, I'm going to talk about a situation I just experienced while I, on my visit um, to Greensboro. And we're going to talk about loyalty because oh. people think that because you just met them, you should be loyal to them. Oh. And I'm not. I'm not. A friend of mine was dating someone. And, um, I had just met the person that they were dating. So I'm friends with this person and I just met the person you're dating through someone else. Right. So I don't know your ass. So the person that's my friend wasn't around the person they were dating or trying to date was around me talking cash shit about going on a date and getting to know this person and so excited about having sex with this random person and then meanwhile my friend they're not sleeping with my friend lying to my friend talking about sex means something to me and i just want to wait no you're a liar you're a liar you're a whore and you're a liar and so and so um, you cried tears all weekend that weekend and you was going through eight different things and you wanted everybody to hear your pain and wanted, wanted my friend to take their time with you. And so when all was said and done and the weekend was over, I called my friend and told my friend, Hey, you don't need to mess with X, X, X and X and whoever this person is because this person is a liar. They're getting ready to go on a date with this girl and they've been talking the whole time that they gonna, that she wants to sleep with her and do all this stuff and she's been super excited and she doesn't even really like you like that. Yes, I did. Because you're not going to play my friend and make my friend look crazy. My friend's not... She She's... she's giving up and, 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 and not doing things that she knows she likes to do in an effort to support you. And you don't even bring nothing to the table. You was there the well. whole weekend. We never saw your wallet except to pull your ID out to get a drink that she paid for. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I wasn't going to let my friend continue to be in a situation where she was, you weren't evenly yoked. You were trash. And I told her all your business and I read you for filth. And so that person that I, I ratted on feels that didn't want to. So I saw this was like a couple weeks ago. So then I saw them this past weekend and they didn't. They spoke to the person next to me. They spoke to the uh, person on the other side of me and that person's wife. So I'm just sitting there. So you had to, I'm in the middle. So you had to skip me. So I got skipped with the hello. Not that I lost any sleep on it, but it's okay. So. I spoke to the person I was there with and I was like, yo, what's up with your friend? Like, I get you don't like me and that's real cute, but you speak 
You don't be disrespectful. Cause honey, all you did by not speaking to me was let a bitch like me know that I made you mad. You were mad. Are you feeling yourself? Are you feeling I wish it, I honey. could see her. <laughs> I'm telling you, you you were mad. You were big mad. I hurt your feelings. Yo, you can't let a bitch like me know I affected you. They honey. had you feeling yourself in Greensboro uh-huh. this you past weekend. You can't let me know girl. that you was <laughs> shook by me. You mad? You didn't even like my friend, and you're mad. Talking about Kiara stirred the pot. I stirred it. I flipped it, rubbed it, dumped it, smacked it. I told. You're right. I oh, snitched. No. You were dumb enough to sit up there and talk trash and talk about stuff that you had no business talking about in front of me. If you didn't want the tea to be spilled, you shouldn't have said it. Because I don't know. I don't owe you. I don't know you. I don't even know what the letter in your name stands. So I don't know you. So why would you sit up there and talk to me about my friend? About my friend? Like... It, I just don't get it. So you're right. You were mad. You were big mad. My loyalty was not to you. It was to her. And if I had to do it again, I would do it again and again and again. Because what we're not going to do is play with people's emotions when you don't have to. It's necessary. And so, yes, you got red, and then you went on your date, and it fell apart because she was straight. She wasn't gay. So you let all that go, and now you're still broke. You're still mad, and you still don't have furniture in your house. Mm. And I'm done. Okay. You know, I'm going to shed a little light on all of that shade. And I'm around, <laughs> yo, I'm around it out with a good old segment that we like to call, I'll drink to that. And then Lou... Of graduation season mm-hmm. i want to first say congratulations to all of the graduates i don't care how long it took i don't care how hard it was baby you did it and that is something you need to acknowledge be proud of and shout your ass across the stage i don't wow. shout millie rock two-step mm-hmm. lean with it rock with it crip walk all that i don't care everything <laughs> you know what i'm saying can they beat their feet across the that, stage Hey, beat your feet across the stage. I'm with it. You know, that's that's a huge accomplishment. Um, the particular graduate that I want to highlight today, I'm highlighting her and every graduate like her. Shout out to, at her Instagram name is at Cat Nicole Harris. Yes, Chocolate Bunny. That's her. That's her boo. Yeah, at Cat Nicole Harris. Shout out to her and every graduate out there that's graduating this year. That free shout out to y'all man because that is a feat hard. that is hard, hard to accomplish it's easy to go into school with scholarships and grants it's hard to keep them joints okay mm. like it's hard so congratulations baby girl you earned everything that is coming your way i want you to know that we at the wind up are very proud of you and all of your accomplishments are not going unnoticed yes yes well, this is another segment of uh, the wind-up, and it was Dear White People. Before we go, we want you to know that we are drinking, what is this, Behringer, Maine and Vine, established in 1876. We're having some Moscato today. And it is delish, guys. And it was delicious, and we're going to finish. We haven't finished it yet, but give us about five minutes. It'll be all gone. We Drip. thank y'all for listening. Drip. Got Drip. anything Drip. you want to say, Prez? We love y'all. I want everybody to understand that... Um, I want to end this whole segment out in love. We love all of you. Mm. Black, white, polka dot, blue, orange. All We love all of you. Understand that everything that is said is solely out of love. Even when it comes from pain, the pain comes from love. Mm-hmm. So 
We're all in this together. This is all of our fight. This is all of our race. Let's grow up and become better as a people overall. So, on that note, all love. We out of here. This is The Wind Up. Nowadays, all I do is smoke and drink while I think. Tell me why you're tripping when we got. Stay on my feelings, no, you said I should. She wouldn't talk to me like this. Gave me kisses like every day. Held me down and wiped my tears away. Got me questioning why I'm here. Starts with accusations, no trust. Don't wanna fight and no, don't wanna fuss. I just want my main shot in there. I smashed a mistake. It wasn't supposed to happen like that. I'm sorry if you think that this is cruel. to put me first.